Hi guys, thanks for tuning in. This is Yasmina with Cut the Shit. So today my episode is going to talk about how to heal and what healing looks like. Now before we get started, I would like to introduce my friend Connie. Connie? Hi everyone. All right, she'll be asking me questions that she might come up with while listening in. And just a heads up, we are working together on a show called The Self-Discovering Experience. Super, super excited. In the meantime, she'll be in some of my segments warming up. Now, how to heal is the first thing that I would like to touch bases on. Healing can come in many different forms. It can come in exercising, um, uh, yoga, um, eating, um, I'm trying to think, oh, therapy, therapy. How can I forget that? That's my absolute favorite one. And um, the reason why therapy is my one is because I like to say a little bit about myself, how therapy did work. I think it's a really good subject to talk on because a lot of people, I think, just aren't aware of therapy. So as far as for me, um, I got into therapy because I remember there was a situation with a family member that was wanting to... Um, drive and I felt they were too much under the influence even though I was under the influence myself I was just thinking to myself okay if you get in this car this could become a financial problem for me I'm thinking so I'm like hey you just don't need to drive and um the person became upset and I was really surprised they were upset I thought they would be like hey thank you <laughs> that's not what they said they were just mad and ready to go so anyhow after um making sure someone came and was able to at least follow that person home. Um, I did have a friend and this friend, it was their home that we were at. And they told me, you know, I think that you need to take um, probably some pills. And I'm like, pills? And I remember I got super mad and I was um, like ready to start yelling. And then their um, partner had stepped in and they stepped in because um, I never spoke to their partner before. But that day, um, we actually were just really talking. And he had some suggested some books that I read. And, you know, it was just really good that day. I felt like he just understood me more. So when he said that, he stepped in and he was telling her, you know, don't say that. And, you know, obviously it was a problem because um, I don't care. I don't know what woman's okay with, you know, their partner choosing someone else's side, especially a female. So I understand that. Granted, I ended up leaving or whatever. But I remember waking up the next day thinking to myself, oh my God, what if something is wrong with me mentally and I don't know it? And I was thinking, I'm a mother, like I have kids. I have to make sure that my mental is together. Otherwise, you know, I, I, I can hurt them, you know? So I was like, okay, let me look into it. So I remember I had found a therapist and at first it wasn't going to go through because um, she was saying she didn't have any openings and I was ready to hang up the phone and probably never call back again. And then she was like, I found an opening. So I'm like, okay. So I go to the place and I pull up to this building where um, it was labeled the crazy building. And I feel it was labeled that because it was people that had a lot of um, psychological problems. And I was thinking, oh my God, no. Like, I'm here, you know? And, um, uh, I was like, okay, well, you might as well in. You're already here. And I'm like, you know, hey, I'm here. Maybe, maybe I am one of these people that should also be at this building. And I, and I don't mean that as one of these people because I'm still working on my wording, but I just felt like, okay, I'm not excluded from this. I'm not excluded from this um, building. 
I'm also one of these people that could come in here. And I'm glad I am coming. So um, I remember I spoke with my um, counselor. And we were talking. And I was telling her, like, you know, I'm just trying to see, like, you know, check my thought process because I don't know if I'm crazy. And so I remember her speaking to me and I was telling her different situations I had been in. And she was like, okay, you know, who wouldn't react? with those type of situations that you're in the you know the main question kind of was why do you keep putting yourself in those situations and surprised that it's not a different result and i was thinking i don't know you know i, I don't know and she's like well you you know it's going to happen because i remember i shared with her a situation that i thought was going to happen and the situation did end up happening and i was just so mad and she was just looking at me like why are you mad you literally told me this was gonna happen and i was like and that's when it hit me, like, why am I mad? And she just looked at me like, I mean, you know, you put yourself in this situation. Now let's figure out why you keep putting yourself in this situation. And that's when we started doing the work on my mental health and me understanding myself more. And things just really started coming together for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm just so grateful for therapy. I feel like what I... I knew when I knew I was healing, because I said, what does healing look like? And what it looked like for me... I was looking in the mirror and I was feeling like proud of myself. I, I didn't feel like proud to the point where I had tears, but I was proud because I knew I was doing something different and trying to be better. And I didn't change right away when I got into therapy, you know, it, but the process started of me healing. I was definitely more aware of my words, more aware of the music I was listening to, more aware of how I was as a mother. And I was thinking like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I thought all this was okay. But I forgave myself quickly because I remember my counselor, whenever I did see her, she would be like, oh, you, you did what I said? And I was thinking like, yeah. And she was just so shocked. She's like, um, you know, a lot of people don't just do it as easy. Um, point in case I had a family member that I was wanting to get into um, therapy. And I was thinking, okay, I'll pay for it. Make sure you have a car to use, like you're good. And you know, they weren't showing up. And um, I never said nothing to them because I was like, okay, I guess they're just not ready. But when I went to my therapy sessions, I was mad. Like, I don't understand how come they're just not doing it. And I remember my um, therapist telling me like, it is not easy for people to just walk in here and just trust someone and just open themselves up. And that was another, um, you know, spiritual awakening for me where I was just like, wow, okay, I guess it just isn't easy for people. And that's why, thank goodness, there's so many different ways, forms of healing or trying to heal. And um, I think that what seems like the number one healing thing in the whole wide world that's always encouraged is alcohol. You had a long day, have a drink. Um, you know, they make alcohol seem pleasant and it's supposed to be pleasant, but when you're, when you're using the alcohol to feel something, to feel okay, that's how it becomes abuse. And, um, I became a functional alcoholic. I was a functional alcoholic. Oh my God. For like seven years, but cause I, I didn't realize I was an alcoholic because I was still functioning. I had a nice car. I had a nice place. My kids were dressed nice. You know, I always did stuff like I, I definitely was functioning. But um, the problem was I did drink and drive. That was a huge, huge problem because I did not know that I was drunk. And mainly I was so uneducated in alcohol. I didn't, oh my God, I, I don't even want to say I was stupid, but I'm sure when I say this, it's going to be like, you're stupid. How did you not know that? 
But this is how uneducated I was on it or where nobody spoke to me about it at all. Um, I did not know you can go to jail for a DUI. Like, I didn't know what that meant. I did not know you can go to jail for drinking and driving. That sounds so fucking crazy, right? Like, I'm sure people's like, shut up. Like, I was like, I remember when I was in jail, when I got pulled over, I got pulled over because um, I was trying to sell, I had two cars and I was trying to sell one and it didn't have any um, license plate on it. And I had gotten to a dispute with somebody I was with at the time. And I was like, I know if I stay here at this apartment, this, this could escalate. And I was like, I got to remove myself. And um, I, I drove, so I drove the car. So I got pulled over because the car had no plates on it. And when they arrested me, like, I knew it was bad. Like, okay, I guess you can get arrested. But I didn't know it was like, you could get, like, some time. I was like, you could get time? Like, I and they were, and people were looking at me in that cell like, this fucking girl is stupid. <laughs> you know, right? They were just really surprised I didn't know. And they were like, yeah, I mean, if you, the first offense, you can get this much time. And then when they started telling me, I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, I have to stop this drinking and driving. But it was so hard because I was functional. So I didn't know I was drunk to not drive. And then one day I had someone tell me, like, if you plan on having one drink, just don't drive. Simple as that. And when he, they told me that it was as simple as that. But it's crazy because um, you would think, how do you not know this information? And I'm here to tell you. So you might see people that um, are being irresponsible. And when you're not educated on something, you really don't think what you're doing is a big deal because you, you just don't know stuff. You don't know because it's not taught to you. And that's why it's so important to teach kids stuff because if it's not taught to you, if unless they get lucky and somebody just starts wanting to tell them all the great things that they should do in life and uh, educate them, they're really not going to know. And they're not going to know to seek out that information unless, like I said, if unless they have a conversation with somebody that all of a sudden sparks some sort of interest in their brain to want to seek it out. But therapy is really what helped me heal. It helped me heal a lot. I'm still in it today because it's funny when I go, I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I don't need this anymore. And then I'll have that one week where I'm like, oh my God, thank God I'm going to see my therapist because I still need help working through stuff. Like, you know, um, I still need help myself. And um, I remember thinking to myself, I'm a life coach. Like, how do I still feel like I need help? And, you know, I should just know it. And I had spoke with another life coach and was like, you know, Take it easy on yourself. Do not drag yourself because you are never just going to know it all. You're just not. And you're going to have days where you feel like you're not the best and you just have to allow yourself to have them and then move on. But don't let it hold you down because, you know, you're always going to you're always going to need that. You know, I was even thinking to myself, I wonder if my therapist has a therapist. <laughs> You know, so because I just really believe in taking care of your mental health. But I feel like when you finally reach the place where you feel really happy is when you can look in the mirror and you feel like you want to tear up. And I'm sure a lot of people who are at a point in their life where they do feel like I have succeeded can definitely understand what I'm saying, where you feel like you're ready to cry. You're like, I'm here. I'm healed or I'm in the, I'm in the direction I'm supposed to be in. So. Um, yeah, that's just my snippets of um, healing and what it looks like. And also, Google is my best friend. If I don't know what healing looks like, I'll Google what ways to heal emotionally. You know, I don't always just wait for people to tell me the answer. I stopped doing that a long time ago. It's like, I'm going to figure it out somehow, some way, because um, they're not giving me the answer the way I'd like them to. So that means I need to think on my own. You know, whether it's 
my parents, I might ask for something and it didn't come off in a loving, caring way. You know, they're like, I still said something. And I'm like, okay, but I'm like traumatized by all the yelling, <laughs> you know? But, you know, love them. That's how they are. My dad, he's from Africa, you know, strong personality. My mother, she comes from a strong background as well. So um, they just have strong personalities. And, um, you know, I'm learning to understand them a lot more rather than when I was growing up. I just resented them mainly because I just didn't understand. And now that I do understand, me and my mother have, like, the best relationship, like, ever. Like, I'm like, wow, I never thought our relationship could be like this. And my dad, love them. You know, Africa... Um, you know, it's, um, I can't imagine what it's like in that place. It's definitely a lot different, um, than, um, America, I'm sure. And I'm always reminded of that every time I speak with my father. <laughs> but thank you for tuning in. This is Yasmina and this is Cut the Shit. And I'm very excited to have Connie here and she'll be in more episodes and maybe the next one she'll have some more questions. We'll see how it goes. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.